Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. That's Logan Paulson. I am Craig Hoffman. If you're not subscribed, what are you waiting for? It's football season. Let's go. Get on it. Uh, subscribe wherever you are watching or listening right now. Uh, all right, Logan, the defense. This one's this is pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. The 11 D linemen, check, got them all. Uh, no yeah. surprises. Four linebackers, check, got them all. No check. surprises. Same thing with the 10 DBs. What is there anything though that you're kind of looking for now that you think is interesting in terms of the rotation? In terms of you know, obviously we think Big Phil is headed for short-term IR. Like, what is what do they do at that spot? Like, what are yeah. the interesting things to kind of look at from the way this roster is constructed defensively? Yeah, I just think probably for the defensive line, who's going to be active on game day. Right now, it looks like it's probably going to be Andre over KJ. And then if, if Phil is hurt and he goes to IR, is Abdullah Anderson up on the 53 or Benny Potuaye up, you know, for, the, for week one against Arizona? I think both those guys are really good football players. I, th- I think you know, like they've had really good camps and I'd be happy for them to get that opportunity. Um, also, I think the rotation is kind of interesting because you have, you know, such great depth on the edge and that's great. You know, that's what you want. Um, but, you know, what do you do on the interior? How much um, interior line does James play or does FA play? Like that'll be kind of interesting to see that utilization package. Um, and then, you know, Chase's health, I think is the other one that's really interesting to me yeah. because this, whatever's going on seems to be lingering a little bit. It, he's got you know ten days or whatever it is to get to get to get it worked out, which is a long time in, in football injury land. So hopefully it gets worked out, but hopefully that that all resolves and you get a very nice rotation with Chase Montez, Casey, and James. But if not, I think you feel pretty good about Casey and James coming in and playing good football for you because they have a track, a track, and FA. I keep forgetting FA, but those three guys have a track record of playing good football for this team, and you know the defense has been very successful when they're in. So. I think ultimately, like if, you, if if there is an issue long term with Chase, I think you feel very good about those those back three guys, you know, making plays for you and, and executing the defense. And it'll just be interesting to see how they use those young guys. I think you know how much does Dre actually play, or is he just a team's guy to start? So, in terms of storylines, those are kind of some yeah. Sort of keep, I, I think that's on. super interesting. Of like, does Andre Jones get on the field? Um, because I think right. we saw in that third preseason game the difference of like James Casey FA versus an Andre Jones. Um, I mean, it's like James' ability to push the pocket and to like string out run plays, like the power he plays with, I think showed up a couple times in that game. You see Casey's, you know, ability to get around the corner and the pursuit speed and the intelligence that he plays with 
um, you know, always being yeah. in the right spot. And then F.A., like, I think F.A. is one of the most interesting guys to talk about on this D-line group because like, James was the starter most of last year. Um, he was the guy that, that got the most reps and, and sure. was the starter. But by the end of the year, it kind of feels like F.A. might have been the best of the three. And certainly the way it played out this spring and into the summer, I feel like he had the best offseason to the point that, you know, when I in, in a tweet uh, the other day on, on cutdown day was like, you know, thank God they're not cutting any of these guys you know, to cut James or Casey or F.A. would be silly because they're borderline starters. Uh, and I was quote tweeting John. And so Kime tweets back. He's like, one note, F.A. was never on the block. Like, it was never the three of them. It was the two of them. Yeah. To, so I think it's yeah. interesting how F.A. separated himself and, like, ultimately to see what that means once we get into the season. I think it makes a lot of sense because when you look at F.A. and you watch practice and you watch the preseason – F.A. Rush, rushing from that three-technique spot is dangerous, man. Like, he is excellent doing that. Like, I remember the first probably six practices. Like, he was going up against, uh, you know, whoever it was, um, Charles and Paul and Cosme even. And he's so quick, and he understands. He's, and he's got a nice physicality to how he plays. I think he's like 285 yeah. pounds. He's a that's big true. man. And, again, he's not great against the run in there. But, like, having a guy you can rush from the three-technique is a huge deal. And – you're always looking for that that edge rusher that can transition inside and do it. You know, they tried it with Chase when he was a rookie, like just trying to find they tried ways. It with Chase earlier in camp, and then Chase got hurt, and yeah. you know, so that could still be on the table. Sure, but I think that's that's to me the thing that separates uh, Fa from James and Casey. And then when you watch him rush the edge, he's got this kind of he's not an elite pass rusher, but he has elite power to his rush. And when you're and when you're looking at pass rushers, you're like, what do you do really really well? which was one of the reasons it was nice to see Casey kind of come alive a little bit in that last game because he's so quick, he's so explosive. You know, he's like, when you look at his RAS score compared to the other D linemen, it's like second only to Chase, to uh, Montez, excuse me, which is yeah. crazy. But so it was nice to see him kind of come alive a little bit and see some of that, uh, that athleticism and that confidence in the rush because you say, okay, you know, if he gets some opportunities, he can create some pressure, create some quarterback hits. And James, you know, I, I got to give James a shout out. The power that he plays with is, is elite. You know, but it's not quite as explosive as, let's say, F.A. So I think he, that's that. And you got to see all those guys, F.A. rushing inside, you know, winning rushes on the inside was great. Casey's explosiveness on the edge, James's power. Like you got to see them all kind of do what they're going to do. But I think the thing that separates them right now is that James or F.A. is just a better, more consistent pass rusher in terms of winning. So um, and that can change, obviously. But I think that's why he was kind of established as that definitively third guy because of that inside outside. Yeah, ability. no, definitely. And then, you know, the chase thing is worth monitoring. Um, Ron said the other day, like, we're not going to talk about that. You know, we're, we're going forward right now with the guys that we have. And, you know, talk, just wanted to talk about practice. And, you know, he just wanted to talk about the game on, on Saturday when he was asked about it. And it just seems like there's a lot of tension there. It seems like there's stuff going on. Um, which unfortunately has kind of been the story of chase the last two years um, where there was frustration yeah. with the knee and they thought he was going to be back maybe even to start the season. Then it became very clear. No, and he doesn't come back till November, December. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's always, it's always longer, more prolonged and more frustrating and more dramatic than it, it feels like it needs to be. I don't know whose fault that is. I do not know enough. I don't want to speculate because it is bad communication right. between chase, the doctors, Ron, like, is it Ron just like wishing too much? Like, I don't, I have no idea why there is this consternation around it, but it definitely seems like, again, with an injury to Chase Young, there is 
you know, there is consternation around it. And so we'll see if he's ready for sure. one. Um, linebacker situation, they keep four pretty straightforward, the four we expected. Dejon Harris uh, is probably going to be on practice squad um, and is a guy that you could definitely call up and play teams. Um, but I, I think the interesting thing for me at linebacker, Logan, I mentioned this on my first and 10 on the radio show the other day, and I'm curious to run this by you real quick. I'm not entirely convinced after the way that Barton played in the spring and summer that Jamin at the mic and Kalik out there with him isn't the best linebacker combination for this team. Yeah, I mean, that's something that we've talked about a little bit off air, you know, is just like, is that the way you want to go? And I don't know. I think you pay, you know, Cody's the free agent. He's the, and I, I think Cody's very, very talented. But, you know, when you talk about Kalik, when you watch Kalik, when he plays, it's, it kind of sense the Dallas game. He's flashed, you know, he looks good. So I think they're going to let that. It could be like uh, um, what it was uh, William, William Jackson the third. It could be kind of like that. Like he comes in. He's not where they want him to be. And then slowly they kind of start splitting reps and Kalik gets to play more and more and Jamin's playing the mic. And I think that would be that that's not outside the realm of possibility. I think they're going to do everything they can to get Cody to go. I think when you see him, he's big, he's physical, he's talented, right? Um, but ultimately it's going to come down to play. It's the same thing with with um, with William Jackson III, right? He was big, physical, talented, but the defense just never clicked for him. And I, I think Cody's a different type of person than that. I think he's a little bit more competitive at this point in his career. He wants to see it go. Um, but like, I'm not, I think that's entirely possible. And, you know, Mayo always f- finds ways to play for this team yeah. on defense, you know, because he knows what to do. He's physical versus the run. You know, he's a little bit of liability in the past game, but like, at least he gets, he, he knows what's happening. And I, and I will say coaching high school football, like I want the dude who knows, like there's guys that are way more talented, but, they don't know what the heck's going on. Like, you're not going to play because I, I can't trust you to do the simple things. And I think that's one of the things about Mayo and Kalik is they've been in this defense for a long time, and it seems to have clicked for Kalik. Mayo's been super consistent his whole time being here, and it's clicked for Jamin. So hopefully Cody comes on sooner rather than later, and this isn't an issue. But if it kind of lingers into week, you know, four or five, like I, I could see them kind of saying, hey, we need to make a switch, and I think that's entirely yeah. plausible. All right, defensive backs, I think it's going to, again, interesting on the roles um, here. Like, yeah. how much does Butler get on the field? What do they do with Quan? Do they start to narrow his role, and, and that allows him to be more successful? Um, and then I think this is also a spot to watch one of the short-term IR guys and Danny Johnson. He's been out there running around uh, on the side fields and everything, and, and the vibes have been very different, let's say, on Danny than they have been on Chase when Ron gets asked about it. Sure. But like you can go out and run around with a shoulder injury. The question is, can you tackle? And so that yeah. is a, a spot to watch. They also kept three – or not kept. They they have three guys that I think are, you know, quote-unquote eligible, as, as we're saying it, for the practice squad. Um, three guys that they cut on, what was it, Tuesday, where Ron said, like, these are the guys that we cut on Tuesday that we are going to try to bring back. Whiteside, uh, Whitaker, and then Wild Goose. So if your cornerback mm, with the yeah. name starts with W, congratulations, you might, you might be on the practice squad. I feel like keeping all three would be silly, but two of the three seems likely. How about Whitaker, man? Holy cow. Late yeah. signing, comes out in balls, does what he's supposed to do. Good for him. And then you mentioned Whiteside. Like, he's been awesome kind of since day one. And then Wild Goose in the slot has been awesome, but outside has been a little bit up and down. So I think all those guys deserve to be back. And, you know, like you said, maybe it's a little bit silly. But I think I think with Tinsley making the roster, think about it. You're only keeping two 
probably practice squad wide receivers. I, mean, I think the that's only, Tremaine the only and guy Allen. that they, oh yeah, no, though, Allen, this is alphabetical order, not positional order. All the cornerbacks are just looped together because they literally all start with W, um, w. looking at this list. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think that you keep Allen and then you keep Tremaine for sure. Um, yeah. And then with like the whole line, we were keeping, we kept four, but I think they're just going to keep three. I think it's, Jones, Smith, Brooks, and Laufenberg. I think Montero, because he was an early cut, may not yep. come back. You know, he might, but I think those, that, that's three. And so you can keep an extra DB now because the uh, the allocation well, of resources is Then shifted. you've got the safeties. You've got Terrell Burgess and Kendall Smith are both on that list as well. So of yeah. the five, like, I feel like of those five, you keep four. And the question is, which four do you keep? Yeah, I mean, we don't want to speculate too much because, yeah. like, they're going to know when this podcast comes out. Are we out. going to be but correct? Here's our speculation. <laughs> yeah, here's the speculation. You can let us know. Um, I, I think you want to keep a young guy and keep an old guy at safety. I really do. And I think because of the 11 defensive linemen on the active roster, I don't think you have to do anything crazy because, like, you don't have to keep an extra edge on practice squad. They're both on the active right. roster. They're Andre Jones and KJ Henry. Casey Tool, James Smith Williams, those are your practice squad guys, right? So, you know, Benny and and uh, Abdullah, like they'll be yep. there. Great. And then I think that extra that that William uh, Bradley King spot maybe goes to Kendall Smith yep. or whoever. And I think you can make that work. And because there's some young talent there, I know they're very high on him. So that makes sense to me. That that you could keep all five of those guys potentially and have a pretty stocked room, especially like when you look at like where the value is in terms of roster construction now. It's at, you know, offensive line. They're going to keep three. I'd say receiver. They have two young guys who I think are very talented that we're both very high on. And then you say it's DB. And so let's keep a bunch of DBs because Wild Goose, he played last year. He got bumped up a couple of times, especially given Kendall's injury history, especially given Benjamin St. Juice injury history, especially given uh, Cam Crow's injury history. Like, let's keep some guys around that we trust to play some football because, again, this is like your active, not active group. You know what I'm saying? Like, two of those three guys, two of those five guys are going to play a lot of football for you. And the rest of them are kind of developmental pieces. Right. No. And that's, that's the mix of the practice squad, right? The mix of the practice squad is you want some guys that are developmental projects and some guys that are basically extensions of your 53 guys that, you know, you can call up at all times. And so they've got a good mix of that uh, potentially available. There were 20 guys that got cut um, on Tuesday of that, 16 will be back on the practice squad. Theoretically, they obviously could also go other directions. Uh, if they there's a guy elsewhere that they can convince to come to their practice squad that they like. Um, but you also have on that tw- list of 22 guys in Larson and, um, and Arma, Arma who are going to get re-signed. So it's really how do you get that 18 to 16? And I think William Bradley King could be one of them. And then if you go four of the five DBs, that's your that's kind of your list. So uh, we'll see. All right. Uh, that's that's 45 minutes of football talking, Logan. We done did it again. There we go. We did um, it again. Who would have Next thought? week, we'll get you ready for Arizona. How about that? Uh, How about that? We'll probably apples. have a podcast out for you Tuesday morning. Um, obviously, Monday is the holiday, so uh, we'll see if we can record something before that. Perhaps, perhaps a mailbag. So if you made it this far, submit your mailbag questions. Uh, you can do it via the comments section at 1067 The Fan, where you subscribed on youtube yes you subscribe hit the button hit the button subscribe right now uh you can also tweet me at craig hoffman you can 
shoot Logan a message on Instagram at Logan underscore Paulson 82. So we'll dive into a mailbag uh, and then get you ready for Arizona next week. Uh, hope I got, I got a couple things cooking on, on who might join us. So I think we're going to have a guest uh, for at least one of the shows next week as well. Of course, take five on the off days and then we're in our regular season rhythm. So after the game on Sunday, we will be doing our uh, post game pod and then tape review and then preview and rinse repeat for the rest of the season. Uh, that's Logan. I'm Craig. We'll see you next time on Take Command. Thanks for watching this clip of Take Command. First, why don't you why don't you like it? It lets other people know that it was good, and then they should watch it too. And Logan, we have a new exclusive home for full episodes. We do 106.7 The Fans YouTube page. Go check it out and please subscribe. Yeah, do do what Logan said. Do He's it. Very very smart. <laughs>